Hello and welcome. After almost a year and a half of being closed, in the wake of a decline in COVID-19 cases being reported around 11 states, are sending kids back to school again physically from the 1st of September. With about 30 cases daily in the national capital and consecutive days of zero deaths being reported, as the test positivity rate remained less than 1% for 89 days, the Delhi Disaster Management Authority or the DDMA decided to allow schools to reopen from the 1st of September in a phased manner. And on We The People tonight, we're asking, is this rushed or long overdue? Let's start with uh, two of the most credible faces in the medical fraternity. I'm talking about Dr. Naresh Trihan, Chairman and Managing Director of Medanta, the MediCity and uh, Dr. Navneet Vig, Chairman, uh, COVID Task Force Ames and the Head of Department, uh, HOD of uh, the Medicine Department at Ames. Dr. Trehan, as this uh, devastating second wave of COVID-19 receded, schools had reopened in several states, at least for senior classes. Now schools in most other states are scheduled to reopen on the 1st of September. Your reaction, please. So I think that there is certain amount of danger in going this route because if we learn from other countries there has been experiments like this done and then like in japan they opened schools and then had to shut them down because the numbers started going up they also Second, held the olympics and and also if you look at the us today what they are reporting with the schools opening that schools opened after the july 4th holiday and in the middle of july in one week, there were number of cases were 38,000 in children. But in the middle of August, it went up to 138,000 in that in that week. So there is a word of caution there that because it is because it is very important that the protocols that are set with which we feel that we should open the schools, the children really don't. Is, you know, they can't resist meeting each other, getting close to each other, hugging each other. That's one thing. The other is about masking. Can they actually maintain the masking? Do schools have enough facilities to air the classrooms with the small? So all these things are very important. And what I understand is that in spite of the fact that we are not, our children are not vaccinated. And the U.S., at least 50% of the children going to school have been vaccinated above the age of 12. So if this is what's happening in the U.S., we, it just warns us that we better be very careful and very, very cautious about opening up. And if it starts that the numbers go up, and I, we have always been worried about the children because they are unvaccinated. And if the third wave comes and the adults have been vaccinated and the children have not, then there is a problem for children and we do not have in, the, in our country enough facilities to take, take care of children if they get sick. So if you look at it, the state of uh, Texas has just put out an advisory yesterday saying that their hospitals are full. They do not have the facilities for accommodating more and that at least 4% of the, of the patients are children. The second big data that has come out is that in the, in the previous waves, in the U.S., there was 12 to 13 percent children uh, in, in the affected people. But in this wave, it is 22 percent. Now, that means that there is a clear and present danger 
that we are facing with opening up in children who are unvaccinated. And if, God forbid, if they do get sick, there are not enough facilities and they are also reporting long COVID syndromes in children. Third thing is that when children go home, if they are infected, then the elderly and all the vulnerable ones can also get, especially if they have not been vaccinated fully. So there are many, many variables here which we should be very cautious about. My feeling is, look, we have, we have had it, we have stood by for 18 months. Yes, children have suffered. Yes, there are many who cannot be, uh, have the access to online education properly. That is all true. But we have a vaccine now, which is approved in India. Now, if that vaccine is rolled out the way it is said by Zydus by the middle of September or so, then the children can get vaccinated and we are just talking about another two to three months when we can open up with more confidence. So caution is the word. The data shows that there is a, a lurking danger in doing this. And we, my feeling is wait for till the vaccination starts. And as the kids get vaccinated, we can op open up gradually as we have planned today. All right, let's get Dr. Navneet Vig into. Uh, Dr. Vig, there's a, a, a slightly alarmist sounding statement that has been attributed to you where you say we have to save our children in the context of whether school should be opened or not. And you say that uh, you should treat children as unvaccinated individuals. What do you mean by that? So about one and a half year back, uh, were we vaccinated? about one and a half year back or maybe even six months back or nine months back were we vaccinated we were not vaccinated so what was our behavior at that time so there is a difference between a vaccinated person and unvaccinated person our children currently eight, less than 18 years of age are unvaccinated so we have to treat them as unvaccinated people the way we were treating ourselves the way we were treating ourselves have we opened up colleges have we opened up universities if we have opened up colleges we have opened up universities there are many lessons which need to be learned first we should open up colleges because they are vaccinated people vaccinated students we should open up colleges we should learn some lessons from them and then we should think of opening up schools we should not be in a hurry we should go slow this is not alarmist statement this is protective statement we must protect our children. It is the same thing. Protection and saving is same thing. It was not alarmist. It was just protection. You have to think. These students are unvaccinated. They are not vaccinated. How we treat our matter. But important point is what is the okay. what is the lesson? What is the way forward? The, way forward is that we get all parents and grandparents and all school staff including sanitary worker including a canteen people all these vaccinated. people in all the schools across the country should be vaccinated so all grandparents all family members of students should be vaccinated that should be the first step and then we should move forward all right dr trehan We've, as we, we've seen schools in himachal pradesh and punjab etc they've opened then they closed as cases rose Cases will rise as schools reopen, as they will when malls reopen, when offices reopen. The problem here, doctor, is that parents are going to work and then they're coming home and exposing themselves to the kids. If everything was shut down, then yes, what you're saying would make sense, correct? But everything is open. Bars are open, liquor shops are open, malls are open. 
you know, indoor playhouses like Tumble House, etc., and Delhi are open. Kids can go there. Is it not true we have doctors saying that serological surveys show that 55% of kids across five cities already have, were found to have antibodies, which indicates that they've already been exposed? So, Sarah, there is a very important difference here. Which virus were they exposed to? Why is US suffering and why is Europe suffering today is because of the fact that the Delta is variation variant and the Delta plus variants are so tricky. They are much more infective. They are much more virulent. Now, if those two facts are facing us in the, in the uh, uh, staring at us, why should we risk the children's lives? I would like to know the logic behind it. Is it because we are saying we must open up everything? Yes, that's a good idea. But with some caution and with some data, with some thinking about it, when I'm saying that we know that they are unvaccinated, even countries where children have been vaccinated are experiencing such a, uh, such a wave after opening the schools, then when we are, are we risking our children's lives by, by opening up when we, they have not been vaccinated? So the basic logic is, yes, they have to be opened at some point, but will it make such a huge difference by mit in three Waiting months when, when you mitigate months. their risk and then go ahead and do what you have to do? Because if, it, if later on we realize that, yes, then we did a, made a mistake, it is very, very bad. When your children are affected, the reaction of the public is totally different than when the elderly got infected or they lost their lives. This is a different ball game. We should be very, very careful. That's all I'm saying. Now, what reasons there are? Yes, Delhi has had a very good track record now for many, many days. I agree with that. But the point is that untested is the, is the school playground. Untested is the way the children will behave. The, it, is, it is still not clear what kind of variants we have hanging around, uh, around us. So do, should we take that risk? In my opinion, no. It's children's lives are very precious. We should not. But then if I'm not the authority. Let the government decide what they want Let to do. Let the government but decide I'm, and who will take responsibility? Will it be the government? Or will it be the schools? But uh, Dr. Vid, last question then to both of you, our doctors. Uh, you know, Dr. Trehan was, of course, talking about Zydus Cadela's three-dose uh, Zycovid vaccine. But, you know, health ministry sources on this, on the rollout of uh, uh, Zydus Cadela's vaccine, which could start in September, and then I think it may take 60 days for all three doses, they said that not all children need the COVID-19 vaccination, that Zycovid will first be rolled out for the adult population and that children comorbidities will be prioritized, uh, that only 1% of adolescents between this 12 to 18 age are vulnerable to serious cases. So in that case, sir, it doesn't sound like it will be kept aside or prioritized for school. So it could not even be three months, next six months. When, Dr. Vid? So, what I'm trying to say is, what next two to three months, festival season is coming, what is important for next two to three months is schools to get ready. If you ask school administrators, are they ready? They may say yes, they may say no, they may be 50% ready, they may be half ready. There is a checklist. Are parents ready? We must ask them. So, school, parents and children, all three must sit together and the administrators and the teachers, they must sit together and talk and finalize how they want to move forward. 
it is the it is the building vaccine will come the way we said earlier vaccine will come they will come moderna will come pfizer will also come in some days time but issue is are schools ready is school administration ready All are right. parents ready are teachers ready so we have to <clears throat> we have to go into that we have to do brainstorming on that and that is where we all have to come together to a platform where we have to ensure that the safety is important ventilation in school is important masking is very important and vaccination at home and grandparents is very important population density look at the population density of different countries our population density is so much in delhi on 1st of april we had 1% positivity rate on 20th of april we had 36% positivity mm. rate imagine 1% is still very high the way and the kind of rush it comes the, Speed with the panic it, it creates how fast it comes it's not easy All right. so we must be prepared we must be ready only then we can do it so my request is go slow go slow go slow first ensure all protocols are in place are we going to test our children are we going to do home testing uh, with rapid test twice a week the way it is being done in many countries are we prepared for that or we are we you going to use spit test or saliva test so there are many issues which need to be answered because they are unvaccinated people they may be, it spreads very fast we All have right. to go slow online so uh, go slow be cautious go on and and outdoor activities have to be promoted you we want children to you know their neurocognitive effects their 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 cognitive effects they have to be improved their mental health physical health so this is the time physical activities to be promoted outdoor activities outdoor things should be promoted okay. because everybody has gone through so much of stress Absolutely. all families have gone through so much right. of stress now people are started coming out so we have to take care of that also all so right. there are multiple ways of skill building which can be done but are we prepared to open schools this is a crucial week thank you both dr treha and dr vich thank you for your time and uh, bringing us this crucial perspective thank you so much so the big question dr vich there's asking are we prepared right let's ask uh, uh, someone who represents uh, schools amita mulla vatral she's a chairperson and executive director of education innovation and training at dlf schools and scholarship programs uh, ma'am are schools prepared we know now you heard dr trehan he was asking can schools follow the protocol um, can schools be ready in terms of air etc we know now uh, dr vatral enough about covid and we see visuals of staff in schools copiously cleaning desks spraying sanitizer all over and we're supposed to be lulled into this you know idea that we're safe but we know now a year later that it's not surface to surface contact contact but it's ventilation we have to worry about are our schools prepared i think this is a very important conversation and i think we have to come somewhere between being cavalier and being alarmists so somewhere in the middle we have to find our spaces um at one level i would say that you know schools are absolutely themselves extremely cautious about the way they should move forward because at the end of the day it's going to be their accountability so and there are so many protocols in place there are protocols across the world there are protocols in by the government of india there are protocols within the school systems which have been embedded there so when one is looking at school opening one is looking very carefully carefully at these protocols one is also ensuring that they we bring in our parents and create these parent walks 
uh, or parent fam tours of the school so that they can feel that is it ready is it okay for them should they come in is there something that the school lacks because i think unless the parent feels assured unless the parent is on board the question of opening school does not arise all right we have the parents we'll try and ask them but simran khara is also a parent she runs a startup at the same time she's zoom educating her five year old daughter she's an alumnus of the isb hyderabad uh, uh, isb and uh, london school of economics and shriram college of commerce simran um you have been advocating the reopening of schools saying that uh, you know the uh, schools must reopen as the losses from schools closures now outweigh any benefits gained from a shutdown what would you say in response now you heard uh, dr trehan and dr vij uh, asking everyone to be cautious this week as we plan to open up as a parent uh, nothing is more important to me than you know the the safety of my 5 year old right and i think we'd all agree over here on this forum as mothers but you asked a very good question earlier sara that are schools prepared right and i think schools are more prepared than malls than multiplexes than offices which are closed areas with poor ventilation right that's the inherent structure of malls and multiplexes and offices so i think it's time we rose above the fact that there is a problem we do need to have certain protocols in place but you know you've got to hear the other voice it's extremely comfortable for some of us to say that let's continue with this mode but there's more than half this country which is crores of children who are being deprived of future today right you're you're basically telling this person that their future is doomed because there's no way that they are going to be able to learn reading writing arithmetic online because they don't even have devices they don't even have connectivity so i think it's a complete violation of a child's constitutional right to education and you know you can argue today that you know this right to education has to be balanced with the right to life but you have the right to argue that if you keep the mall shut if you keep the multiplex shut if you keep my office shut so but my husband is going to work priorities. i am going to work how can i how can i not send my 5 year old to work i mean to to school to learn i i find this argument absolutely ridiculous experts have spoken there may be two doctors here today who believe that this is their point of view but i'm sorry there's a head of icmr there's there's sero service in the aims uh, you know which have said that two thirds of the children have been exposed to the delta variant which is exactly the variant which is going through the us causing all of this chaos so i find it ridiculous that we can still sit here constitute expert committees and not listen to them i'm sorry but i'm a mother to a 5 year old who's been home for 500 days and i don't think anybody really cares about her more than me and i as a parent will decide i decide that my 5 year old does not go to the mall it is not safe for her but i decide that she goes to a playground because that's important for her tomorrow i will have the choice Manish Sisodia the education minister of my state has told me i have a choice to send my child to school i will exercise that choice another mother may choose to not do that and i will respect her choice we But have we should to have that choice. right now we only have a choice whether if i finish the show right now in delhi and i want to go and indulge in some you know window shopping at a mall that i can do but my child yes. 
could not go to school physically. Just imagine it's a question of priorities. But let's bring in some parents. We have Mahira Gupta. Mahira Gupta, she's a class 8 student. Her mom joins us, Mansi Gupta. Mansi, you have two daughters, one in class 8, one in class 6. I think uh, Nandika is with you. Uh, and yes. we have Richa Kapoor. Do we have Richa here? Parent of a class 1 student and a class 11 student, uh, Tarani Kapoor. Uh, Tarani, uh, um, Manisha Sodia has said that online distance learning will continue, will be an alternate mode of teaching. If you prefer to continue online, you can do so. What have you decided to do and why? Do we have Tarani? Okay, Mahira, what about you? I think the school should definitely open because our parents are going out being exposed to the virus from everywhere. Virally exposed, if the schools are shut, then the malls should also be shut. And like our parents are also going out. We, we get exposed to the virus from anywhere. And I'm sure when the school opens, our school will take the necessary precautions like sanitization and social distancing. Tahira? Uh, or let me ask uh, the mom who has a one-year-old because, you know, all students and teachers and staff will have to wear face masks compulsorily. That's what the SOP is, right? Inside the school premises. Richa Kapoor, you have a class one student. I mean, you have a child who's in class one. So, I mean, she must be about five years old, he or she. Do you feel uh, comfortable that your child, confident that your child will keep the mask on and confident that other children in your child's class who are five years old will keep their masks on. So uh, there is no undermining the importance of school at this point. But at the same time, I I am very um, hesitant in my child because compliance is a big question. Yeah. Very small children. And uh, it requires a overall kind of uh, facilities and the kind of arrangements that are required at this point in time. Okay, Tar uh, I, Richard, I can't really hear you. Mansi, what are your thoughts? Are you planning to send your kids to school? Um, being a parent, there's always a constant uh, conflict in the mind that, you know, is it okay to send the kids to school or is it not okay? But then uh, my daughter here really pointed out, uh, I think that was a correct point that if she is exposed to all kinds of virus because of us, you know, why only the school is being limited? Why is the school only being restricted from being open? The malls are open, the pubs are open, everything is open now. We yeah. are going to meet our relatives, the kids are going to the park to play. And, uh, you know, with everything happening around them, they are anyways exposed to the virus. So what's different, it, it's going to be in the school. And I think the school will take the responsibility to actually, uh, you know, make efforts that every child in the school is safe. And if they do it in a phased manner, that, and if they follow the norms and the regulations that the government has uh, asked them to, then I don't think it should be a problem. So you're confident. School, uh, uh, Amita Vatal, one of the SOPs uh, uh, is that all teachers, all staff on school, in schools will have to be vaccinated. Did you have to do the vaccination yourself for all of your teachers or did the government help you? It's a, I mean, I'm trying to figure out if there was a priority that uh, they wanted to get teachers, uh, educationists vaccinated first. Thank you, Sarah. As early as March of this year, I, at that point, I was a principal of Springdale's. I got the entire staff vaccinated with the help of the CGHS, which was part of the Delhi government. 
And then, in fact, by June, they had, because we had embassies that school was opening in March, it did for the practicals of the board exams. And then finally, the teachers even got the second dose by June. And I'm seeing that across, at least whatever I've seen of schools uh, across various states, the teachers have been made frontline workers and they have been vaccinated. And I think at many ways, the, 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 the government has collaborated with schools and done it. And even managements of schools have organized it. For example, at the DLF, the managements have ensured that they've had these uh, vaccination, uh, vaccination drives in the schools, not only for the for the So for you're the saying teachers, schools are but ready, also for schools the have been ready, they've been waiting. They are yes, absolutely. Just waiting for the in fact, okay. I, think, I think the best gift for us in Teachers' Day is that schools should open in some manner or the other. In some know? manner or uh, the other. Tarani schools, the SOPs say that classes and sections will have to be split up in batches of not more than 20 students per classroom and students may have to come into school on a rotational basis, right, on alternate days, etc. You are the mother of a, a class 1 student and a class 11 student. Who would you say should be prioritized to go into school? Is it the senior school kids or is it the uh, primary school kids? I think I would prioritize sending my younger one because uh, they have frankly, uh, you know, not even met children or you know the older ones are still coping up academically better but with the younger ones it's far more difficult their entire development has come to a standstill they are not meeting their uh, friends they they are interacting with their teacher i mean there's such a lot of sensorial experience which they are missing so i really feel that i would like to prioritize my class one but again there is a very big question mark which is about the compliance now, the schools might make a lot of effort, but uh, considering how populous our country is, and can you hear me there? I am. Yeah. So, I, it, it, it just makes me very reluctant. These children might end up being carriers when they come back home, and simply because malls and other places are open, we cannot use that as an excuse to be in such a rush to send them to schools yet. All right, this is a very complicated uh, matter and uh, I do not envy anyone who is, you know, in that, in that seat having to take these tough decisions. But the question is, how will we be judged uh, for this harshest school closure in history? Sorry to use the cliche, but, you know, time will tell how we'll be judged for that. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, some tough decisions for parents to take this week. We wish you all the best. Bye-bye. Good night.